0: Crime alert! I'm Nancy Grace, breaking crime news now. Thomas McKeon, 86, calls his son from a Florida bar for a ride home. Mark McKeon shows up in a black truck and wakes in the parking lot for his dad. The senior walks toward the truck and stumbles to the ground. Instead of helping his dad, Mark McKeon runs him over, then throws the truck in reverse and backs over him. He repeats
2: the process several times and drives away. Nancy, the elder McCone was taken to the hospital when he was discovered shortly after the younger drove off, but he was declared dead upon arrival. It's unclear what spurred Mark McCone's attack against his senior father or whether McCone was under the influence of drugs or alcohol. While the charges may be upgraded, McCone was released from jail on a $50,000 bail.
0: Mark McKeon, 61, charged with leaving the scene of a deadly crash. More charges pending. Jason Cockrell shows up at a Kentucky polling location with a fishing pole that has a flag attached to the hook. He casts the flag at voters as they try to enter the polls. Volunteers ask what are you doing and ask him to stop but he refuses and continues to hit people with a the flag. Then he goes berserk on a voting machine ripping out its printer. Cops are called. Cockrell 40 now charged with interfering with election and destruction of a voting machine.
2: Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Now with the
0: latest crime and justice breaking news, Crime Online's
1: John Lemley. The South Carolina Supreme Court has announced that the judge who oversaw Alex Murdoch's murder trial has decided to stand down as the former attorney who was found guilty of killing his wife and younger son wants a new trial due to suspected jury tampering. For more, we turn to Sydney Sumner with Crime Online.
2: On November 27th, Murdaugh was scheduled to go to trial for financial crimes. However, the defense attorneys asked the justices to transfer Judge Clifton Newman out of the courtroom and postpone the trial. Murdaugh is currently serving a life sentence without the possibility of release. After an extraordinary six-week trial in which the prosecution contended that he shot his wife and son as his life of privilege, power, and status was imploding, a jury found him guilty of two counts of murder back in March. Murdaugh's attorneys asked for a new trial months after his convictions, claiming that several jurors they spoke with had informed them that Colton County Clerk of Court Rebecca Hill had manipulated the jury by insinuating Murdaugh's guilt, pressing jurors to shorten their deliberations and questioning them about the case prior to deliberations. The defense is seeking a full hearing wherein Hill and the jurors can be cross-examined and put under oath, and text messages and other records can be subpoenaed. Newman would make that decision in his capacity as the trial judge. He might have been a witness to Hill's potential tampering. Thus, the defense wanted him removed. The Supreme Court's ruling states that Newman agreed.
1: The decision was made one day prior to a pretrial hearing on allegations made by the state that Murdoch embezzled money from customers. For now, Newman will be sitting on the bench for that hearing. In response to assault allegations made against him by six women and two lawsuits, the founder of an anti-child trafficking group made famous by a movie last summer, Utah police are investigating a woman's claim that the man sexually assaulted her. This is the first known criminal investigation into the matter. According to a police report that our friends with the Salt Lake Tribune received through a records request, the woman reported Tim Ballard's sexual assault to Linden police on November 1st. The report, which had no other information regarding the investigation, stated that detectives scheduled a meeting for the next day. Ballard, the creator of Operation Underground Railroad, is already facing legal action from five women who claim he harassed, abused, and sexually exploited them while they were traveling abroad on trips to lure and apprehend child sex traffickers. In recent days, two environmentalists have testified before a federal judge that the public was actually the target of a global computer hacking campaign that was aimed at those who were opposing large oil firms in their efforts to expose the truth about global warming. A climate scientist and the director of a charity that supports climate change projects spoke at the sentencing of an Israeli man who authorities say enabled the hacking of thousands of people and corporations around the world. 52-year-old, Abiram Azari was handed a six-year, eight-month prison sentence for his involvement in a global computer hacking network that officials claim targeted businesses, individuals, and environmentalists. Thanks, John. Deano Denby, 56, asks his
0: ex, his daughter's mom, for help moving out of his Detroit home. Their daughter's studying abroad and plans to move in with roommates when she gets home, so Denby's downsizing. When Capri Williamson shows up to help, Denby's not there. His grown son from another relationship says he already moved. Williamson doesn't understand why Denby didn't let her know he no longer needed her help. He doesn't return texts or calls, and there's no sign of him at his new address. His phone is disconnected several months after his disappearance, but that's his only known digital activity since The Move. If you have info on Deano Denby, now missing nearly five years, Detroit PD... 313-596-1240. For the latest crime and justice news, go to CrimeOnline.com. With this crime alert, I'm Nancy Grace. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are